podcast, Get Aligned, brought to you by Foot Solutions, a foot wellness company that specializes in custom orthotics and healthy footwear. For over 20 years as a leader in foot wellness, our highly trained board certified foot experts have been evaluating, solving, and preventing foot and joint issues at our retail locations across the globe. This podcast, Get Aligned, where we learn from different professionals to discuss just how important the feet really are and share some insight into how taking care of your feet can benefit your overall well-being. Each episode, we will feature a different guest and they will impart what I like to call a life nugget. I am your host, Brian Scott. So without further ado, let's introduce our guest for today. Dr. Tiffany Lamond is the owner of Apex Wellness Providers. Apex Wellness Providers comprehensive services that extend well beyond that of a typical physical therapy setting to include rehabilitation, nutrition counseling, and personal training. This business model removes the restrictions from the traditional healthcare model and allows patients to be treated as a whole person. Dr. Lamond earned her bachelor degree in nutrition and health science, as well as her master and doctorate degrees in physical therapy from Simmons University in Boston. She maintains several advanced specializations, and that list is long, y'all. She has a strong passion for teaching and has mentored and trained dozens of physical therapy students as a clinical instructor. A native of Maine, but now living in Georgia, she is married with two sons and enjoys anything that involves adrenaline with her family. Welcome to the show, Dr. Lamont. So good to see you. You know, it has been a little while and um, reading over your bio. So first of all, those specializations that you carry. Oh my goodness. Board certified orthopedic clinical specialist, fellow of the American Academy of Orthopedic Manual Physical Therapist, diploma of, of osteopractic, certified strength and conditioning specialist, certified spinal manipulative therapist, certified and look, look, this list goes on and on and on. Oh, it's embarrassing. I'm sorry. It's not, it is so impressive. Oh, thank you. You're sweet. How long have you been doing this? How long does that take? I think it's 21 years now. 21 years. 21 years. Actually, nutrition for 23. So we're coming up on a quarter of a century. <laughs> That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. But also in reading the bio, it said that you wanted to start, you knew at an early age, this is what you wanted to do. Is that correct? Yeah. I was 13 when I decided this is what I wanted to do. People don't know what they want to do when they're 30. How did you know this at the age of 13? <laughs> do you really want to hear that story? Yeah, I do want to hear okay. that story. <laughs> okay. So I was chosen as one of two girls from the state to go to the Capitol for this development of women in math and science seminar. Okay. And we got exposed to all these different fields in math and science. That was back when they were a big push to have women in math and science because it was really male dominated. Right. And I saw all kinds of different professions, but I decided I wanted to be either a nutritionist, a physical therapist, and a personal trainer. So I just decided to become all three. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Yeah. (laughs) All right. And so when you first got started on your path, which was the first path that you took? Which segue to the others? Well, the first thing I did was physical therapy, but the others kind of fell into place just through, you know, I grew up poor, so I wanted to make the most of my college experience. So I just figured why not have five degrees instead (laughs) of one, (laughs) but they're all, it sounds far more impressive than it really is. They're all science-based. So they kind of overlap. They overlap. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So then after you graduated, okay, take me through that. So graduated then got your master's and then talk about your uh, career path. Actually, weirdly enough, I actually graduated I didn't finish my undergrad before I went to grad school. 
And then I did my master's and my doctorate at the same time, which is very strange. It's just greatness right here. y'all. No, 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 no. It was more like a programs came into fruition and I was like, I want to do that, but I'm not done. So we'll just start at the same time. It again, it's not that impressive. It's just coincidence. Okay. All right. And then once you graduated and got your master's, did you go right into your own practice or? No. So I practiced for two different hospital settings and a, a very large outpatient orthopedic practice for like 12 years. Okay. And then working in that kind of environment, that last setting, yeah, I realized that this can be done a lot better. A lot better, right? Yeah. That's so, that entrepreneurial spirit. <laughs> that <scene. laughs> so I've been on my own for about eight years now. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Nice. And that's how you came into Apex Wellness Providers. Exactly. And it started out very small, just okay. me. And then now we have eight people on staff. Eight so it's people. still a pretty small practice. That's but awesome though. The growth. I mean, I'm happy with it and we help a lot of people, which is the real goal. I love that. Well, so I have to give the listeners a background how we met. Okay. Um, because you came into Foot Solutions and I don't know how that connection happened. I, I, really I don't, don't either actually, Yeah, but I it worked remember. out. It worked out very well, but here's what I remember vividly. Okay. So, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> it was, no, it was really awesome. Okay. So it came in and you said, Hey, here's, here's who I am. Here's what I do. And I'm looking for a referral partner because you know, my patients that I see, I want to send them somewhere for certain things. Mm-hmm. But before I do that, I vet. And I go in and I make sure what is what, you know, (laughs) and I was like, man, yes, this is awesome. And hearing everything that you did, you were naming kind of the the different conditions that you see on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I I have that. And I have, can can I get on your schedule, please? And come and see you. I wasn't trying to recruit you as a patient. (laughs) You you didn't just recruit me. You recruited myself, my wife, my daughter, (laughs) started sending the whole family to you. They're wonderful. All of them. They're very cool people. No, but we really appreciate that because in that moment, though, I could see that you really cared about your patients and about people. Thank you. Right. Thank you. And that's how you built this business up. I hope so. It's built on (laughs) doing what we know is the right thing. Yes. And I also remember you saying that you don't even market. It's all. No, maybe I should start doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that might be smart at this point. I've got like seven livelihoods resting on this now, not just my own. Not just your own, (laughs) but still the word of mouth. I know that still really comes through, right? That's really been how we've done it. I love that. I feel like if you do, if you offer a better service at a fair price and your patients will talk and they'll do the work for you. That's right. That's absolutely correct. Mm -hmm. So regarding feet. Okay. You and I know just how important they are. I treat, uh, I treat a lot of feet. Overworked. <laughs> I say overworked and underappreciated, right? A lot of times underappreciated. So what are the, some of the things you see on the daily in your practice that can stem back to a lack of foot balance or alignment? Oh my gosh. So I actually, I actually treat a, personally treat a lot of feet. I think that wasn't necessarily an initial intention, mm-hmm. but there's a few providers in the area that trust me. So I kind of have made a little reputation for a couple of different niches and that being one of them. And as far as what we see every day, I see a lot of plantar heel pain. Okay. Which stem- what is so what is that? Plantar. So plantar meaning the bottom of the foot okay. and heel pain. And I'm describing that as kind of an umbrella diagnosis because I would say clinically that is often misdiagnosed. So mm, a lot of people, more. okay, yes. <laughs> so I have a pretty, I have a pretty strong clinical opinion about this. And, you know, I once figured out I've treated about 85,000 patients. So I think I have some experience to pull from. That sounds like you have great experience. Yeah. So a lot of people describe their foot pain as plantar fasciitis, mm-hmm. which can be true. Okay. But in my clinical experience, more often than not, 
that's not quite right. Really? So first of all, I have found clinically that oftentimes what people perceive as plantar fasciitis is actually stemming from a lumbar spine problem. And I believe that that's a huge portion of why people find plantar fasciitis so difficult to resolve because mm. they're not actually treating the root cause. The root cause. And so I have had too many patients to name yeah. where I have never touched their feet, but through a thorough diagnosis and a thorough exam, treated their back and their foot pain completely resolved. That is, I mean, but that's awesome though. The human body, how everything is just absolutely connected, right? which is a testimonial to, we should never assume mm -hmm. that we know what's going on if you haven't given it its due diagnosis and examination. Right. Right. And I feel like that that is an area that is often misdiagnosed. And another thing that people often have is they describe it as plantar fasciitis and they mm -hmm. say, I've had it for 10 years and that's not plantar fasciitis anymore because mm. itis implies inflammation. Okay. And the inflammatory process does not continue for, for 10, 10 years. years. That's a long so that's more plantar fasciosis or fibromatosis. And there's, yeah. there's a difference. And there, the way that yeah. you treat it is different. It's um, different. Yeah. And I don't expect, you know, my patients to understand that. Right. I wish more people in the medical community understood that, but that's okay. I'll figure it out for them. Well, <laughs> that, and I think it's great because you continue to spread that knowledge, right? I try. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and hopefully other medical professionals are receptive. To that, to say, Sometimes, you know yeah. I mean, yeah. some I, I have some peers that are very eager learners, and I'm an eager learner. I yeah. I I often figure out that maybe I wasn't on quite the right path, but mm -hmm. I think that good providers are yeah. open to the idea that they maybe don't have all of the answers. Because the longer you practice, the more you realize you don't really know that, you don't much. Know that much. That's with anything, right? <laughs> Everything is like the that. more you know, the more you realize you don't know. <laughs> yeah, the level of arrogance my first year of practice is. So embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> so we see plantar fasciitis or what's perceived to be a lot coming through I bet the you foot do. solutions doors, right? Yeah. What is something, I guess you have to talk to me like I'm a kindergartner, right? In, in this no, realm. I don't. But Stop. what is it um, that I guess we should look for to say, you know what, that might not be plantar fasciitis, even though you're experiencing heel pain. What are some of the other things that go along with it? Yeah, there's actually some pretty specific things that I could tell people. So first of all, if you have plantar fasciitis, when you touch along the bottom of the foot, mm -hmm. not just at the heel, but along the plantar fascia itself, yeah. which extends up to the base of the toes, the toes essentially, yeah. mm -hmm. if that's not tender, that's not your plantar fascia. Mm. So that could be the calcaneal nerve is being compressed, which right. is not the plantar fascia itself. Now the calcaneal nerve is? It's a nerve that goes inside the heel bone. Okay. And it actually, if you look at the anatomy of it, uh -huh. it runs right underneath the plantar fascia. Gotcha. So that's another thing. Now the other end of that nerve is in yes. your back. So sometimes it's the nerve locally. Okay. And sometimes it's the nerve on the other end or somewhere in the middle. Wow. So for if you touch the bottom of your foot and it's not tender along the actual fascia, uh -huh. you might have plantar heel pain, but it's not plantar fasciitis. It's not plantar fasciitis. And so if you touch where the bone attaches mm -hmm. to that and it might be the nerve that's irritated. Again, mm -hmm. it's not exactly the same thing. Some of the treatments may or may not be similar. They may be wildly different depending on the actual origin of the pain. That is crazy. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a few things that masquerade as that. That's just one foot diagnosis. There's many foot problems. <laughs> we'll talk about another one because we see so many. So so give me another one. Uh, you know, another one that I I really believe clinically has a similar problem mm -hmm. is neuromas. Okay. Yes. Again, yeah. that same neurological structure, if yeah. traced up to its origin, is also in the low back. And another example is I have loads and loads of patients who have had their neuromas 
removed, yeah. yet their pain totally it's persists. Totally stays there. It, if not, becomes worse. Wow. Now, there are plenty of patients that actually have a, like a bulbous neuroma uh-huh. and it's removed and they do really, really well. Yeah. But more often than not, that's not really the case. That's not the case. So that's not to dismiss the appropriate surgical procedures for the appropriate case. Right, but right. It's not always what people think it is. Again, you have to examine and really figure that out. <laughs> that is crazy. Now, sometimes so, doing corrective like in your world, uh-huh. the data on like plantar heel pain and orthotics is kind of mixed if you look at it. Okay. However, again, these are a lot of clinical opinions I'm presenting and we could go into the weeds of data and whatnot. However, yeah. but from my experience, there's a really simple taping solution that I found that's really helpful to see if someone with plantar heel pain is going to do well with an orthotic. Okay. How do you so do it's that? called a navicular sling. And so you actually tape up uh-huh. a very specific bone on the inside arch of the foot okay. around to the ankle. And yep. if they stand up and that relieves their pain. So the difference between that and an orthotic is that the tape pulls it up and right. the orthotic will push, push it, up. it up. That's right. So it's not exactly the same. However, if they respond favorably to that taping procedure, yeah. they will generally respond favorably to a semi-custom orthotic, Got which it. is where you guys could come in and provide that for them. Right. So it's, it's often a piece of a, a larger puzzle. Now, if I do that and they don't feel any relief, they may or may not respond to an orthotic. So I might not recommend it for that particular patient. Got it. Yeah. And you know, on the whole orthotic spectrum, right? Just mm-hmm. foot health and wellness. Mm-hmm. You have everyone that are on different ends of the spectrum. Some are on the barefoot movement. Absolutely. We always need to be walking barefoot. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what, you know, the terrain you're walking on. Right. And you have the other side of it where people think everything needs to be supportive. Right. Right. And I'm like, Switzerland. Like, Look, there's everything in between because Absolutely. no two feet are the same. Totally. And people, some, yes, they don't, do not need to go anywhere without support. Others let those toes free, spread them. I completely get agree. It. Yes. Yes. What do you mostly see? I guess when people come to you, what would you say? Where do people fall in that range for the majority? Well, I would say clinically, I have more patients that if they're coming in for foot problems, they're like deeply rooted in the I'm wearing shoes camp. Mm-hmm. And so I have to spend a lot of time educating them about feet mobility, strength. And then if we're going to start progressing them to having greater foot strength, like what does that process look like? Mm -hmm. How do you progress someone who's like literally not walked without supportive shoes on for the last 15 years to, they're not going to run on a cement sidewalk. Right. And if they do, it's going to go really badly. Very badly. Exactly. (laughs) However, getting them to stand in their yard and to start to do a little bit of grounding and a little bit of foot strengthening Uh is probably going to be really valuable for them. Yeah. But it, we're going to start really slow. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Yeah. That is awesome. That is awesome. So, all right, we're going to take a break real quick and I need you to give me a fun fact, okay. something that listeners would not know. Got to throw it out there to us. So you didn't us, prepare me for I this did, at totally all. Did not. That, that is the beauty of this. I'm okay. putting you on the spot. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. All right. Let's go. Fun fact. Give it here. What you got? Fun fact. Fun fact about yourself. About yes. me personally? About you personally. Yes. Um, that I love through hiking or long distance hiking alone. Okay. Like to hike and long distance hiking I like hiking with alone. people too, but I yeah. actually prefer it alone. I love that. Which most people think is insane. They always think I'm going to get like eaten by a bear or like <laughs> killed by some sort of serial killer in the woods. But statistically, I'm probably more likely to get attacked in this parking lot. Okay. <laughs> and then, so you said long distance hiking. So what's the longest hike you've been on alone? A hundred miles. So not Whoa. super long. I mean, people ah, hike that's... the Appalachian Trail. I have a friend that just finished. The, like people really do this. I have a no. lifestyle right now that won't allow me to take six months off. <laughs> but yeah, I've never gone further than a hundred miles. No, a hundred miles is really long to me. I've 
I've never walked on. It's not miles. that far. It's no. you could do it. I know you could. <laughs> I've, I've ridden a bike a hundred miles, and that took me five to six hours. So how long was that hike? Oh, it took six uh, days. Six days. Yeah, it's a long time. It took a while because <laughs> <laughs> you got to carry all your junk on your back. It's slow. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so let's go back to Apex Wellness Providers. Okay. Um, your business, your company. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan. I'm a patient. Thank you. <laughs> um, and we talked about some of the things that you guys offer. But I only touched on it. I, I talked. I touched on rehabilitation, nutritional counseling, and personal training. Okay. What else do you guys do? I know there's a lot. So I would say I'll kind of go through the things that you didn't mention. So we have massage therapy, yeah. which is a nice adjunct to some of the other things we do. Mm-hmm. We do pelvic health therapy, which okay. is actually in. I don't personally do that. I have two providers that are specialists in that, and. Yeah. I really think that they're offering an amazing service to a really high need population because about 65-ish percent of women and about 11% of men have some sort of either incontinence or pelvic pain Mm. or bowel incontinence. Mm -hmm. And because socially, it's not something we typically talk about. People don't really give it a lot of attention, but so many people suffer. And it might be common, but that doesn't make it normal. And so Mm -hmm. I think that those providers, you know, in my practice really provide an amazing community service. Yeah. So that's one. We do something called Apex Action. And every month we try and do some sort of activity in the community where we either are supporting either action through social action or Mm -hmm. action through physical action. It's totally free for anyone who wants to participate. So the next one are those? Uh, so we try and do them once a month. The next one's September 10th. If okay. people want to join us, we're going to go hike Hawk Creek Trail and nice. then do a, a group stretching session and they can ask us questions. It's totally free. Yeah, that's we're fun. just trying to give back to the community. Mm-hmm. You know, we I also go to Haiti every year, except for during COVID. We haven't been able to do that. So we try not just to be from a clinical perspective, but humanitarian perspective. And then some of the other clinical things, each of the doctors of physical therapy in the practice kind of have their own subspecialty. So mine is more nutrition and functional medicine Uh and orthopedics. They're all orthopedic specialists, but then we have pelvic health. And then we have another one. Hers specialty is psychology and behavior change. Okay. And so I've spent a lot of years trying to find the most amazing people. And I'm Really proud of all of them. Of the team. <laughs> yeah, it's a great team. I love that. Well, you know, you attract what you put out there. Oh, and thank if you're you. putting out there all those things, of course, it's going to come back to you. You talked about going to Haiti. Yeah. What is that about? So I, during my postdoctoral fellowship, I met a gentleman who runs a charitable organization called Stand for Haiti. Stand and for Haiti. yeah, they're pretty amazing people. And we, I started going, and so did my son at the time. He was 11. Mm-hmm. And we started going there for one to two weeks a year where we provide physical therapy and primary care and pediatrics, orthotics and prosthetics for the people of a very specific town in Haiti called Port-au-Pay, which a lot of people, when they go to Haiti, they typically stay in Port-au-Prince because it's the Mm -hmm. capital. We go to the other side of the country, which is not an easy feat just to get there. And, (laughs) you know, Haiti is the poorest country in the Western hemisphere. Mm -hmm. They, They need a lot of help. But our real mission there is to not just provide our skills and services, but we have been involved in training the first physical therapist in Haiti. So we have Haitians who are now physical therapists that yes. work for us year round and are helping us to run the clinic. And that is what saved it during COVID because there's people there, you know, you teach a man to fish yeah, and, and you change his life. That's right. That's you right. Give a man a give fish, him a fish eats for, eat a day. for a day. Yeah. Teach him to fish eats for a lifetime. Yeah. I'm really pretty passionate about that. I miss that we haven't, we've not been allowed to go for the last uh-huh. couple of years. I'm hoping soon that will happen again, but yeah. I've been a part of 
creating a sustainable environment where they can support themselves. Yes. Which is great. Your eyes just lit up when you were talking about that. So I can <laughs> tell how passionate you are about that. Man. It's hot though. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you don't want to go there in August. It's so hot. Is it dry heat or humid? No, it's, it is a hundred percent humidity. Humidity. I, it's, yes. it's hot. Okay. <laughs> go in October, December. Duly noted. Okay. Duly noted. <laughs> to all our listeners, shoot me an email at brian at footsolutions.com with Dr. Tiffany Lamont's fun fact to be entered into a drawing to win a $10 gift card that can be used online or in store at many of our Foot Solutions locations. And before we go to learn more about Apex Wellness Providers, Doc, can you tell our listeners how to get in contact with you or your practice? Okay. You can email us okay. at office at apexwellnessproviders.com. You right. can go to our website and get our contact information. I have to admit, I'm not really so involved in like the social side of it, but I have people that help me with that. That's totally so allowed. We have a Facebook and an Instagram account yes. that Apex Wellness Providers where you could find that as well. Okay. I, I need younger millennial people to help me with those things. I get it. Yeah. And then our phone number is 770-855. Five six two one. Awesome. Repeat the phone number one more time okay. so they have it. There was seven, seven, zero. right there. <laughs> seven seven zero eight five 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 six two one. That is awesome. We have hit the finish line for today. A huge thank you to our guest and a huge thank you to all our listeners for tuning in. Hopefully, there was a takeaway from today that you or a loved one can throw in their life solutions bag. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you can always be notified when a new episode drops. Again, I am your host, Brian Scott of the Foot Solutions Get Aligned podcast. Your feet are the foundation of your health. Let us take care of them for you. Until next time, stay well, stay positive, stay moving, and stay dedicated.